Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. Guys, breaking news. In case you missed it, the first college football playoff committee poll or ranking has come out, and LSU comes in at number 10. Pooh Bear, you know, it's interesting. (laughs) It's so interesting. I wonder on Sunday who had LSU at number 10. Not to say a a very good-looking Italian man from the state of Louisiana had LSU at number 10 on Sunday, but Pooh, can you do a brother a favor? Can you bring it up to AYS poll from Sunday? Look at this. Better Better than a Christmas ham. Better than wetting the whistle. <laughs> LSU does, though, come in at number 10. We'll talk, talk about why they came in at number 10, why I had them at number 10, and why the committee has them at number 10. Oh, well, you got guys like Big Game Boomer. We're going to have to bring Big Game back on the show. Or, I'm, or he's going to have to come on this show. I've been on his. I am sick and tired of the, oh, LSU this, LSU that. I'm tired of the bullshit. I'm tired of you constantly saying something negative about LSU. You know where I'm at right now to all the LSU fans? Make fun of Brian Kelly dancing with recruits now. Make fun of Brian Kelly dancing with a five-star quarterback recruit now. Brian Driscoll. Who everybody, every LSU fan knows, the Notre Dame beat writer, or whatever it is that he claims to be. Make fun of Brian Kelly now. Because over the last two seasons, we've seen what LSU became. Now they're in the top 10. 
why is LSU in the top 10? Ooh. They beat a top team in Ole Miss. The SEC is different than the little independent leagues that you play in. We'll talk about that. I promise you, we will talk about all of that here tonight. I'm not buying it, guys. I am not buying that Alabama is bad offensively. <laughs> I, I'm not going there yet. Watching film today, I don't know if they're bad, but I think LSU can beat them because of their inconsistencies in one main area. If they still can have those inconsistencies, I think that that number 10 team LSU can beat Alabama. I think it's going to be a dogfight. We'll talk about the Alabama offense, what LSU's defense is. We focused a lot on the offense last night. We will focus on the defense majority here tonight and what they have to do to get after Bryce Young and make sure that they limit that passing and running attack. I will give you a recruiting update. There's going to be some massive news this week. I put it on the AYS message board this morning and throughout the week. If you want your recruiting news, we give you I, we give you at, at least two, three, four installments throughout the week. Go subscribe to AYSSnetwork.com. I will give you a recruiting update, though, here tonight. As Julian saying, a five-star quarterback in the 2024 class is set to make his announcement. I'll tell you why. In the message board, I said I was never buying that. Uh, can the Saints duplicate what they did last week? Probably not against Lamar Jackson and our, this upcoming Monday. We will try to get to that as well. And as we do every Tuesdays and Thursdays, we do hashtag Ask Blake. Thoughts, questions, concerns, we get to it all. Fire your, in your questions. Put that hashtag Ask Blake. It helps Zach. It helps Pooh Bear get to all the comments because I can't, I can't do them. <laughs> I, I can't look at them all. That's for sure. All right, let's get to a couple comments, though, before we do get started. I'm guessing Pooh Bear says, bad? No, definitely not as potent as in past years. Agreed. Agreed. There is something that I did see on film that I still I still think that they, they are not hitting on all cylinders, but I think LSU can limit. And I agree with Pooh here. 1,000%. I, I, there's no, no question about that. Or Zach. I had no idea who said it. But considering the fact this is so eloquently put put on the thing or put on the comment i'm gonna say it's poo bear because zach can't read anyway <laughs> I, I got it very quickly i got a very dirty email this morning uh zach uh zach and poo being our producers stop making fun of zach i feel like my mom made a fake gmail account and told me to stop making fun of zach but guys it's entertainment come on todd jones says blake lsu will not win this at the same official crew showed up at Mississippi State. I agree with that. They did not have a penalty for 59 minutes. Mississippi State at 14. We'll see. We'll see. Van Bennett says, make fun of BK's Southern accent, too. That's very true. That's very, very, very true. You know, I think it's funny. Where's Oklahoma? Where's Notre Dame? Where are those teams rated or ranked in this first week's poll? Now, a lot of people are ranking. A lot of people will say, oh, 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 oh. that's how they sound to me. That's how they sound to me. Nevertheless, nevertheless, they're not ranked. Dip, right here on YouTube, where's Notre Dame ranked? They're not. And in my opinion, I think they go, Pooh Bear and Zach, can we find out, let me know, where do, does, does Notre Dame go to Clemson or does Clemson go to Notre Dame this week? Nevertheless, I think Notre Dame's going to get their cheeks clapped this weekend. That I mean, that's just my opinion. Uh, Tony on YouTube says, you see what wetting your whistle you uh, got you, Blake? Yeah, it got me this. 
I'm not going to sh- – no. He's being nasty. Tony's being nasty. Uh, Brandy Blake says, top 10 matchup, and it's at night game at Tiger Stadium. Interesting, interesting should be – and the weather's going to be bad, which <laughs> is going to be great. It's going to be great. I think that that benefits LSU massively that it's going to be raining. Wet ball, dirty atmosphere, drinking. LSU's going to smell like fireball. I, I think it, it benefits LSU greatly. It limits a lot of what Bryce Young maybe can do. Wet balls, pause. <laughs> Paul, see, I, Pooh Bear makes me, you know, I can't say what I want to say because I know I get the pause button thrown in my face. But wet balls are going to dictate a lot of what happens. And as a runner, I trust Jaden Daniels more at times than Bryce Young. Bryce Young is not as explosive and electric running the football as Jaden Daniels is. It's not even and if and if you if you hear that comment and you say, Blake, you're wrong, I will go toe-to-toe with anybody who wants to argue me on that one. Uh, Amanda Barker, who runs the Tiger Nation Facebook group, go and like, follow, and all that good stuff on um uh, her Facebook group, she says, number 10, top 10 matchup this weekend. Whoop. Whoop. <laughs> Absolutely. John, last comment we'll get to before the break. John says, chance of rain, never. Very true. Very true. Uh, and that game's uh, against Clemson's at Notre Dame. Maybe it's a little closer since it's at Notre Dame. I still think they're going to get there. Absolutely. With, uh, with uh, what's the kid's name from Clemson? Klublik, whatever, however you say it. When he came in, they absolutely freaking dominated. Um, so you got to give him that. All right, guys, let's do this. Let's get to our first our first break. We got a lot to break down with LSU. Rafino's Ranch right around the corner. We will talk about LSU. First off, coming in at top 10, why they were number top, or, or number 10 in this first ranking, why I had them at number 10, what it really tells you besides it's TV ratings. It's not TV ratings. We'll tell you why that is but everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share share to all of those facebook groups we greatly appreciate all of you that are listening to us live right now on facebook hit the like and share we appreciate you doing that if you're listening to us on youtube like subscribe hit the notification bell thank you so much for uh, doing that and a big shout out to our good partners over at the TuneIn app you can hear us on xm radio you can hear us on TuneIn. we are making moves over here at ays so if you want to listen to the audio podcast Tune in at XM Radio, wherever you listen to podcasts or radio shows. You can do it there as well. Search AYS Sports. All right, guys, let's get to our first break. We got to talk LSU top 10 versus number six, Alabama. We do that next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first to market odds and lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small. 
over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you, and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Barndo and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them you're a good friend. Blake Rafino sit you on by. All right, we did get a response from the big game boomer. He says, oh, you sucks. Notre Dame lost their quarterback for the season. I bet you're even surprised LSU is at 10. But, yes, yeah, 63 to 28 keeps keeps me up every night. So, there it is. So, you want to you want to know why a big game boomer has issues, okay? It's because of that. Now, this is the overall poll. Now, Pooh Bear's got it up right here. Number one, Tennessee. And let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Okay, so if you missed it, if you weren't able to see it, this is your top 25 from the College Football Playoff Committee and their rankings. Number one, Tennessee. They deserve it. There, there's no uh, no question about it. I'm not going down all these, but I just want to show this. You have LSU number 10. Now, a lot of people and a lot of LSU fans, and probably some rightfully so, are going to ask this simple question. Well, Blake, why did LSU come in at number 10? Here's why and the only reason. Guys, the last two games that LSU's played, the last two games that LSU's played, they scored 90 points. Now, Pooh Bear, I know that, and or Zach, I know this might take a quick minute, but Pooh Bear, I know that Pooh Bear remembers this. Can we find the stats that I tweeted out on Jane Daniels? I, I forgot to ask y'all that, but the Jane Daniels stats that I posted after the Ole Miss game. Jane Daniels in the potency of the offense is why you were coming in at number 10. When Ole Miss, at that moment, the number seven team in the country, comes into Death Valley and you absolutely dominate them after going down 17-3, that is why you're there. Another reason why you're there is because of Brian Kelly. People, coaches, uh, ADs, whoever it is that's in that committee. Now, did I have a little bit of insight and did it help me to put LSU number 10 on Sunday when I did my AYS Believe poll? Yes. Maybe a little birdie started chirping in my ear and why I randomly just tweeted it out on a Sunday. And yes, it maybe affected or maybe swayed what I'd already thought about because I thought LSU was a top 10 team. So does that committee. And I will tell you this, as God is my witness, talking to one person that's on that committee, they put LSU at number 10 because of who your head coach is. It's a big influence. The Number two, the second thing they said, Jane Daniels. The way that LSU is domin has dominated the last two weeks is why they're there. TV ratings, this, that, and the third. Guys, LSU was... I don't mean this in a wrong way, and some of you will, will send me a backlash on this. LSU was not good last season. We know that. It was one of the most watched games in college football last season. They don't need the ratings. They don't need the ratings. You know why they don't need the ratings? Because this game 
is still up for the SEC West title. The ratings on where these guys would be, whether Alabama be number one or number two, and LSU be number 10 or 15, doesn't matter. The SEC West title is up for grabs. Since 2011, and even before that, but since 2011, everybody tunes into this game. Former uh, uh, number two overall pick, Ryan Leaf, our good buddy and comes on this show, said, and he told me, he's like, Blake, and he's, I, I, I think he said it to y'all too. Blake, I do not watch a LSU religiously. Religiously. But what I'm going to do every single year is when LSU and Alabama tee off, I'm going to be there to watch it. That's a lot of people around the country. The validation of what people continue to say about LSU, guys, sometimes just isn't true. But the two main factors in all of this of why you're asking the questions is because of your quarterback and it's because of your head coach. Now, it's interesting, and I think Pooh Bear's got it right here. Pooh Bear, I think you got the stats, right? Okay, I think he does. Here we go. This is why. Guys, over the last two weeks, or two games, I should say, Jane Daniels went 44-60, which is 73 73% Completion percentage, 597 yards, five TDs, no picks, 37 rushes, 165 yards, 4.46 yards per carry, six touchdowns. He has 11 touchdowns and no turnovers in the last two weeks. They look at the explosiveness and the points and what LSU has done. This is, they deserve to be here. Yes, did they struggle in their first game under Brian Kelly against Florida State? Yes. What it also tells me is when those people in that committee watched that game against Tennessee, they knew it was a little bit closer than what the final score dictated. LSU went for it on fourth down. They missed a couple of field goals. They know that LSU, at bare minimum, should have gone into halftime 20-13, down seven at home to the number one team in the country. They know that. I know that. And you should know that. And they know that LSU is getting better. They still have a massive, massive game this week. Guys, we cannot. And I and look, I, I see some LSU fans saying this, and I can't believe that I have to come on this show and talk about this. Nevertheless, nevertheless, Ladies and gentlemen, Alabama is still a really good football team. Even though I see your comments on Twitter, I see your comments on Facebook. They're still a really good team. Are they beatable? Yes. Here is how they're also beatable. We talked a lot of offense last night. Let's talk some defense. The question around Alabama all season is, can they be explosive in the passing game? Their tight end, Latu, is a problem. He is a, he is a match-up nightmare he was a ni matchup nightmare against Tennessee, can, uh, uh, Texas, whoever it may be, he's been a nightmare. Guys, outside of him and Jamar Gibbs, they're really, really astonishing running back. They are questionable on the outside in their receiving core. This defense, LSU's defense, is the best that they've seen all year. I think Lane Kiffin said it well. Lane Kiffin, if you don't believe me, why don't we ask Lane Kiffin? And now... This is a, somewhat of a direct quote, but I'm paraphrasing. Two weeks ago, Lane Kevin came out on the SEC teleconference, which will be on tomorrow, 
and hear Coach Brian Kelly. And I'm sure the first question he'll be asked is, Coach, are you shocked that you're a top 10 team? But Lane Kiffin came out and said, this is going to be, talking about LSU, one of, if not the most athletic defenses that we will see all year. The other one is in Tuscaloosa. So if you don't believe me, if you don't believe this guy that, that covers a team or that guy that breaks down teams, you don't believe Herb Street or, or, or Dan Orlovsky, who I think is fantastic at what he does. What about Lane Kiffin, who's an offensive genius? I think that LSU's defense is going to keep Bill O'Brien and Nick Saban up a little bit. Because you have guys like Harold Perkins. You have guys that are playing well like Micah Baskerville. Is LSU secondary regressed a little? We talked about that last night with Carter Bryant. Maybe a little. They've had two weeks to fix, uh, to, to, to really, really focus in on that position group. But Alabama's wide receiver core is not the best that you've seen in the country. That was a couple weeks ago against Tennessee. I, could, I think that I could make the argument that two weeks ago, against Ole Miss, that their overall receiving core right now is better than what you'll see this upcoming Saturday in a wet environment in Death Valley when 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock rolls around and everybody in that stadium's drunk. Does that young wide receiver core at Alabama, when they have to make a play, can they? They didn't last year in the national title game. Bryce Young was dicing Georgia up. He was hitting his wide receivers square in the hands. Dropsies. This team has gone to Texas, meaning Alabama. They've gone to Texas. They've gone to Tennessee. And both times in the highest of stages, when it meant the most, they faltered. Are they going to do the same this week? Now, here's the flip side of that coin. Here's the flip side of that coin. The flip side of that coin is this. They have those guys, that wide receiver core, that wide receiver core from Alabama, they're still extremely talented. Guys, they're really talented. You can't take that away from them. They can separate. They, they, there's a lot of good things that they do. Is this the game that they, that they bust one out? Can they find a way? Can they finally find a way to get things going offensively? They found a way to get things offensively going against Tennessee. Guys, they can score points. They're a top five offense in the country. So to say that their offense is, is staggering, uh, it's a little hard for me to say that when they're the number four team in the country offensively. I will say this again. LSU's the best defense that they've seen. The problem that, I'm, that I am, <laughs> I got to bring this up. I'm sorry. Pause. Dominic Vaughn probably with, with the comment of the night. Clapping those moist cheeks. Pause. <laughs> It's going to be wet. It's going to be wet. I, I, I will never, I will not make that's what she said jokes anymore. Um, I won't do that. I have, a, I have a daughter now. But that's pretty funny by Dominic. Uh, the producers are asking me to do this, so I'm going to do it. They said put a, uh, they want me to look at crying bellies comment on YouTube. At AYS Sports, is Garrett going to play? Garrett who? Garrett who? Garrett Dellinger? Like, crying, do you mean Garrett Dellinger? 
I think he, guys, I think he means Dellinger. I don't, I, there's no way he means Garrett Nussmeyer. There's, he's got, he's got to mean Garrett Dellinger. Um, crying, I, I think he will. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, that, I, that's why I didn't want to overreact. Yeah, I, crying, I think he is. Okay. I, I think he will. But look, I, I think defensively, I think defensively, you're in a situation where you can match up with them pretty good. Their offensive line is struggling. Now, we're going to try to get Kevin Hagan, who's probably the most connected Alabama dude on that beat. Um, we'll probably try to get him on this week. Bottom line is they're beatable. Uh, Pooh Bear says score update. Bryce Harper, two-run home run. Phillies, two to zero. I can't stand the Astros. A lot of people hate me for saying it. I, I get it. Uh, Andrew Martin says on our Paul's Hub Martin on YouTube says talk special teams. Their unit is just a mistake prone as us. You know, Andrew brings up an interesting point here. And and Andrew, I, I'm glad that you did bring that up because we come on this show and look, I am the world's worst at doing this and I will admit my thoughts and I will admit when I'm wrong. Andrew's right here. We, I need to talk more special teams because LSU special teams at times has gotten, we all know it. I mean, the loudest that LSU, the, the, the stadium got against Ole Miss was when Clayton caught the fair catch. Andrew's right, though. Alabama has had some special teams blunders. But, Andrew, I will say this, and you bring up an interesting point. You better – Jay Bramblett, LSU's punter, better not outkick his coverage. Because Kool-Aid McKinstry from Alabama, if I'm not mistaken, now – Going into, I think it was the Mississippi State game, he was the number one in the country in return yards. Guys, he is electric returning punts. Absolutely electric returning punts. If I'm Brian Polian, if I'm Brian Polian, I am not kicking it to Kool-Aid McKinstry. Not with the special teams issues that LSU's had. I want to say this again. I want to say this again. Just because I want this to be so well heard that you hear me and you remember this. Kool-Aid McKinstry, the DB punt return specialist for Alabama, is an absolute problem returning punts. You cannot outkick your coverage. You think it's a game. You think it's a game. It's not. You can't kick it to him. Hey, you want to know why, how Alabama got back in that Tennessee game? Go midway to the third quarter after uh, when Hendon Hooker couldn't get or didn't get the first down running the football and they had to punt it. Go back and watch what Kool-Aid McKinstry did. Down, I think they were down, I think they were down 14, if I'm not mistaken. I think he returns a punt 37 yards, touchdown. Then the next uh, the next series, if I'm not mistaken of that, uh Hendon Hooker fumbled the football. That was the scoop and score. They tie the ball game up, Dallas Turner. We're tied at 42. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm just telling you. So I think it's a good uh, a good question from Paul's Hub Martin. Paul's Hub is is one of those is one of those guys who when he comments, you you I gotta read it, man. He's good. He's good. Shout out to Jonathan, shout out to Roy, and shout out to Jason Tabor, who all send his stars via Super Chat. Dane Bergeron says his $10 via Super Chat. Says, congratulations on the new baby girl. I appreciate that. Says, just returned from, from duck hunting in North Dakota. Okay. He says, I will be drunk sitting in the rain in Tiger Stadium Saturday night. Dane, do me a favor. 
uh, this website, these guys over at First Light, go give them a go give them a um, a shout. Go buy some of their gear, man. It's fantastic. If you hadn't noticed, I've been wearing this hat. Shout out to my good buddy uh, Jean Paul Bourgeois and the and the gang over there. Just fantastic gear, Fan- absolutely fantastic gear. Buck on Facebook says, after this season, we need to pay Matt House more we got to keep him. Yeah, I, I mean, look, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Matt House. Um, we'll see. Colin Tibbetts says, hashtag Ashley, going to be interesting if these games come down to field goals. <laughs> Is it crazy to say that I trust LSU's special teams from a field goal perspective than I do Alabama? It's kind of like a tale as old as time, isn't it? I do trust LSU. It's crazy. I trust Ramos a little bit more. That's just my personal feel on it. But it would be interesting. Special teams is a big deal, man. It's a really big deal. Getting back to defense, though, I think the conditions play in our favor. If it's really going to be as bad as they're saying it's going to be, I say bad as they say it's going to be. It's not going to be too terribly bad. Like, you can't go to the game. But it really does affect what Bryce Harper can do. It can. Now, quarterbacks will tell you all the time. Quarterbacks will tell you all the time. I would rather play in a wet atmosphere than an atmosphere where the wind's really bad, and they mean that. But it doesn't matter. As an offensive line, I would rather play in a very windy condition. I do not want to play in a wet in a wet atmosphere. If the field starts getting really bad, you're slow off the ball, you, you, you know, it's more than just a quarterback that's got to grip the football. So, look, wet conditions historically, you bet the under. Now, Pooh Bear, I'm going to bring you up right quick. Pooh Bear, do you monitor that? Do you monitor that? He got to get situated. Milk and cookies. Do you monitor that when you're betting? <laughs> Milk and cookies, him's downstairs. Do you monitor that when you're betting, though, on the atmosphere, the weather? Like, do, do, does that play a huge factor? Because you're a big gambler. Mm, somewhat. Uh, it, it mostly affects over under, not necessarily. Uh, Do you always bet the under? No, you don't always bet the under uh, because better the what what happens is Vegas already factors factors that in into the numbers a lot of times. So you may over um, overthink it. Guess yourself overthink right. it, and and you're playing right into their hands. So no. Okay. Well, maybe I'm wrong there. I, I don't gamble enough. <laughs> uh, T D Paint says Pooh Bear looked like he dropped out the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, I ain't gonna lie. You kind of did. You kind of looked like you was in the principal's office, like you was sleeping in class. Look, uh, the answer is the answer is seventeen. <laughs> seventeen. Milk and cookies. I can't get out. I can't get over that this man dro- dressed up as milk and cug. It's funny. KJ says, did he just say Bryce Harper instead of Bryce Young? Maybe I did. Maybe I did. But did I say Bryce Harper? Maybe I did. Oh, well. Hey, man, you talk for 45 or 32 straight minutes. It'll get you. Craig Jones sends us stars via Super Chat. Thank you so much. Or via superstars, whatever you, Facebook calls those things. Uh, Mike Collins says, we're going to play Tennessee three times this year, the SEC championship game and playoffs. We're going to win bo- win them both, man. We got to beat Alabama first. <laughs> we got to beat Alabama first. 
Dylan on Facebook says, Blake, Brian Kelly first year win against uh, Bama Wood. Um, well, it'd be freaking huge. I, I, I Look, I, I think I, I, on, on that point, I think you've got to get to a point where he, I, he's been here before. He, he's coached against Nick Saban. He's coached against Alabama. I don't think that it's going to be too big for him. Now, if it was the first time going up against Nick, if it was the first time going up against Alabama, maybe I'd be like, yeah, maybe he overdoes it. I don't think he's going to do it. I don't think, guys, and this might be the most, the most profound quote-unquote thing I say all week. I don't think LSU's got to do anything spectacular to go out there and beat them. The, the spectacular things that they would have to do would be defensively. They would need, they're going to need to get some turnovers. They're going to have to stop Bryce, Bryce Young and this team on third down. Guys, whoever wins third downs is going to win the football game. If LSU wins the third down war and the third down game, they're going to win. That's how majority of these games go. LSU did it in 2019. They won. The other years that they played Alabama, they can't stay on the field and they can't get off the field on third down. And I, I do wonder how they're going to play this. You know, what's crazy is, is that we, we come on this show and we go on every show, right? Like we go on everybody, you know, we talk about this religiously. But the bottom line is, is we always talk about LSU's adjustments. What about Bama's adjustments? What are they going to have to do to beat LSU? Because if they play like they played against Texas, if they play defensively like they did against Tennessee, they're going to lose. LSU is not a team that you can just roll over. It, it's not the Ed Orgeron teams. It's not a Les Miles team. And by God, I got to say this, because we did a Twitter Spaces with Pooh Bear, and them, or Pooh Bear last night. Guys, we cannot factor last season into this year. There's outside of Brian Thomas Jr., name a guy that significantly impacted the game last year that's still on this team. <laughs> I mean, it's a completely different ball game. Well, we did it last year. Well, they got different players. They got different dudes defensively. Their sec Alabama's secondary is different. Their offensive line's different. Their running back is different. I mean, there's so many things that's different. So I don't 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 judge you on that. Okay, let's do this. I do want to take a quick break, but I got to talk about our new sponsors over at Synergy Resources, your hydraulic and industrial hose connection team. Check them out at synergyresllc.net. That's synergyresllc.net. Or give, give Tully a call today at 337-552-1919. That's Tully over at Synergy Resources, LLC, 337-552-1919. Let them know that Blake Rafino get, uh, sent you on by. Let's take a quick break. Let's talk about our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, the DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. Guys, we return in 30 seconds. We answer your questions. Talk some Saints. Talk some really a lot more LSU Bama. If you have questions, fire them in there. We talk about them next. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption, into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating 
the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to have to. We're going to have to um, bring in Ben Game Boomer. Guys, it, it, it's time. I'm not, I can't, I, I'm not going to put up with this. I, I'm just, I, I'm just not going to do it. If you, if you have any somewhat of a pulse on Twitter, you know who he is. He comes out with these wild lists of things. I, I'm not, I, I'm just legitimately, legitimately not going to take it. <laughs> I, I'm just not like there's one thing, there's one thing to trash LSU. It's another thing to just be obnoxious and this dude is absolutely just obnoxious. Just obnoxious. He, he's he's going to have to just calm down. Jesus Christ. All right, LGZ, let's get to all your comments. Uh, LGZ says, hashtag ask Blake, if you had to ask Saban one question and he had to answer honestly, what would it be? Well, you know, it's funny, Jeezy. The only question that I, I want to ask is kind of a two-pronged question, but I'm going to have a comma in it. Number one, do you regret leaving LSU? And what's the real reason why you left? I think he regrets it. I, I, think, I think he regrets it. I, I want to know why. Because him wanting to go to the NFL, I don't buy Jeezy, I don't buy that. One iota. One one I one iota. I don't believe that one iota. Jay on YouTube says the only thing I'm teaching my kids is to hate Bama. Yeah, you got you got to teach them right, man. You got to teach them right. I mean, it's the only way. It is the only way that you can teach your kids is to hate Bama if you're an LSU fan. Swamp Donkey got the grizzly. In the in the uh, uh, what do you call that? The profile pick, some grizzly wintergreen. I, I dig it. He says we have the leg up in coaching this year. <sighs> yeah, I'm not gonna go there, man. I mean, Saban's Saban is Saban, bro. Like, come on, you know, like Saban is Saban. Like, let's not let's not get ridiculous here. I mean, he's still really good. I will say though. And Carter talked about this last night. Um, I, and I do agree with him. I do think that Nick Saban is pressing a little bit. I do. Look, he's got a young team, man. He's got a young team. And LSU has found a stride offensively. You know, Pooh Bear brought up an interesting question, I think, either last night on the show or on Spaces. I don't remember. Um, but the we talk, we and we just talked about this. So... LSU, we, we talk about the adjustments, the things that they have to do to win. We don't focus in on what Alabama has to do. By the way, hit the like and share. We we don't talk about that. And Blue Bear brought this up, and I thought it, it kind of really made me think really about it all day long, is our questions have been, can we stop Bama? But it, 
is the can we reverse that question and ask what does Bama have to do to stop LSU's offense? It's it's a very interesting question because you know whether you like to compare Jane Daniels to, to Joe Burrow, which you shouldn't, and it's not fair to Jane Daniels in doing that. I think what when people try to do that, what they're trying to say is, look, man, it takes time to get connection with your receivers. And quite honestly, Brian Kelly has done such a good job and your quarterback has done such a good job at focusing in on, on the connections with the team and the wide receivers and the offensive line and the quarterback or and the running backs that it's hitting better on all cylinders quicker than what we saw with Burrow. Is Jane Daniels going to score 65 touchdowns in one calendar season for LSU? Probably not. And that's and I'm playing the odds on that because nobody in the history of Power Five has ever done that. It's not fair to do that to anybody, much less a guy that's coming after Burrow in the old, in the same old program. But I, they're look, they're going to have to be just as disciplined. I talked about this last night too, and I want to bring this up again. I'm really interested to, to see the bookends at LSU. I want to see how these young tackles do. I want to see how these young tackles do. I want to see how Will Campbell and Emory Jones deal with Will Anderson and Dallas Turner. If you have a scenario where Emory Jones holds his own against Will Anderson – like, even if you lose, right? Like, even if LSU loses, but Harold Perkins goes off, the your two freshman tackles go off, you have younger defensive linemen that go off. I mean, guys, Makai Wingo's only a sophomore. Like, you still have a whole nother year of Makai Wingo. Sage Ryan has done some good things, even two weeks ago, making the massive special teams play that put out, uh, Ole Miss down at the 15-yard line. Like, if you see some of these younger guys that have to have that have to play significant snaps, step up and do things, man. It, it's it's it, 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 even in a loss, you know. Like I, it, it, for for me, sometimes losses don't count the same, right? Like. What was it, 20, 2017, when LSU, you just you just kind of knew that Orgeron was building something. 18 was what it was. I've talked about this religiously. I'll talk about it now. In 18, Miles Brennan was hurt, couldn't go. Joe Burrow had no business playing. And Joe's talked about this a little bit. But Joe Burrow had no business playing against Alabama in 2018. Dislocated shoulder, just had no business. But the backup quarterback couldn't, you know, tough out, you know, shin splints or whatever it is. Or not shin splints, turf toe. You know, just to give you a backup option. So, you know, at the end of the day, like, even if you do lose and you lose in a certain way, I'm not going to overreact. And neither should you, really. But you're going in to win this game. This is for the SEC West title, man. It's for the SEC West title, and God bless it if you win. And, you know, and, and I could probably do a Rafino's rant. I could literally sit here for an entire hour and probably talk about this too. Nobody, it, it's another week that you sit here as an LSU fan 
You sit as you sit here as an LSU player. You sit here as an LSU coach. Guys, nobody believes you're going to win this game. Outside of the fan base, does is realistically is there anybody that believes you're going to win? I, and I, I, I seriously ask that. I don't think that there's going to be anybody on college game day or Fox noon kickoff, whatever, whatever they call that now, that's going to pick LSU to win. Go, in, go into Death Valley and punch them in the freaking mouth. Knock them. No, your audio didn't get muted. That's mine. I'm trying to, I want to say the F word, but I'm going to mute myself. Knock them. F them. F them. Big Game Boomer says, LSU can't hang with Bama. You know what? I don't know if this is the real Big Game Boomer, but he says, Brian Kelly is going to get smacked by Saban just like he did at Notre Dame. Where's your Notre Dame or where's your Oklahoma team at? Dude, you're getting obnoxious. If this is the real big big game boomer, you're getting obnoxious. Your little list about LSU aren't cute, making fun of Brian Kelly dancing. Hey, where's Brent Venables at? Are you in the top 10 in a weak ass conference? We're going to have to bring him on the show. I'm not going to put up with this shit. Pooh Bear, Zach. No matter what he says, don't block him. Unless he gets absolutely ridiculous, don't block him. Where's your team at? Oh, what happened to your top 10 teams preseason? Oh, that's right. Stupid. My thing is, and, and then this, like him, they have no chance. Dude. Pooh Bear, hold on. I'm going to send you this, Pooh. I want you because I want you to bring this shit up. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to find it. We're going to find it. Hold on. Pooh Bear, I just sent this in the AYS group. Put it up. Put it up. Stacy Gilmore says he won't, he won't show. Probably not. I don't give a shit. He's going to get the invite. Colin Thibodeau says, well, like Blake Rafino just said, F them. Pooh Bear, we got it. Oh, hold on. <laughs> All right, here we go. I mean, this is the reason why nobody believes you. Big game boomer. OU sucks. NC State lost her QB for the season. I bet you didn't even have LSU at number 10. But yeah, 6-3-28 keeps me up every night. I just can't get that game out of my head. Pooh Bear, scroll down for me. All right, now, Zach, I'm going to bring you up here. Zach, on this list right here, can you say what the lovely Blake Rafino at number 10 is? Can you can you tell me? What, what, is, what does that three-little letter say? What does that say? I believe I believe it's LSU. Huh. Can you, are you sure? I believe it's the Louisiana State University. All right, I'm going to say this. Zach, do you ever notice in recruiting when kids say, I'm going to be committing to, and they put on the hat, you know, they do this. They do this. When you said that, it made me think of this. When kids, when they're in the recruiting, they're like, I'll be committed to the University of LSU. 
<laughs> and they put on the hat. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. dude, yeah. it's Louisiana State University. Anyway, or just LSU. Thank you, Zachy. It, it, it's fine. Thank you, Dr. Uh, you know, Dr. Uh, Dr. I'm Strange. I'm out. I appreciate it. Coach G says, Blake, I think LSU has a legit chance. Maybe I'm the only one. Coach, they do have a legit chance. You know football more than half the human population. Tr the truth is they do have a very good chance to beat them. They're beatable. They're very, very beatable. Extremely beatable. It's because they, they cannot bust a grape on the outside. That is the bottom line. They do not have the personnel on the outside to absolutely obliterate LSU. The only way that that happens, the only way that LSU gets blown out this Saturday is for a couple of reasons. Number one, LSU shoots themselves in the foot. You, the Tennessee replays itself, right? Like the Tennessee game replays itself. And I don't think that it will. It's not an 11 o'clock game. The field's going to be different. I don't think that LSU is going to shoot themselves in the foot from the opening kickoff like they did against Tennessee. You can't have special teams blunders. I think that they fixed some of those. I think that they're fine there. The, the second reason that LSU could get blown out is that those young wide receivers in Alabama actually find a way to start getting things rolling. If they do that, if they do that, then yes. I think that there's a chance. I could see a scenario where, hey, you have four and five-star athletes on the outside – yeah, I mean, sure, okay. Well, LSU might not have been expecting X, Y, and Z. They get out coached. It they don't execute. It happens. The only third thing is that Jameer Gibbs, LSU, or, or Alabama's running back, has to go cuckoo for absolute Cocoa Puffs and has to have over 200 yards rushing, three or four touchdowns. Other than that, you're not getting blown out. You're not getting blown out. I promise you, you're not. Brian Kelly, or crying belly, excuse me, says, Big Game Boomer too scared to let LSU fans come on his Twitter space anymore. Well, the difference is, crying, you kind of go in there and you got, you you know, you kind of, I mean, at least we're keeping it civil. You go in there and call people, <laughs> I can't say it on the air, but I'm going to say it where it's muted. You can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't come call somebody the H word. You just can't do it. Uh, this Travis on YouTube says, Bama is vulnerable, man. We may, we have to contain Bryce and Gibbs. Agreed. Says Bryce has to put that team on his back, uh, but with 40 out there, they're in trouble. You know, it's something we hadn't talked about a lot <coughs> about either. Um, I'm interested to find out what they're going to do with Harold Perkins. Like, I, I'm, 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 I'm really, really interested to find out what they're going to do with Harold Perkins because – at the end of the day, I think that that uh, Travis is right here. You're going to have to find a way to get him involved defensively and find a way to not take him off the field. You're just going to – I mean, just how it's going to have to happen. Just how it's going to have to happen. Look, I want to talk – I was going to talk to Saints, but you know what? I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I will get to, I, I will do that tomorrow. I do want to get to this recruiting update, though, very quickly. So, in reference to LSU's recruiting, I'm not going to give you everything that we put on the message board. So, if you haven't done so already, go to our message board, AYSSnetwork.com. Guys, it's $7 a month. You don't want to do it. I don't care. You do want to do it. You want to be involved in recruiting. 
some things that we talk about on the team, some injury updates that we give. Sounds fantastic. Go to AYSSnetwork.com slash forum, and it's only $7 a month, so subscribe. I want to say this, though, and I normally don't get this in depth because, quite honestly, I, I leave that to the subscription. Let me say this, though. Julian Sayan is a five-star quarterback out of the state of California. A lot of people around LSU, fans, etc., we're really hyped up. Now, I put on the message board, you can ask anyone that's a subscriber, three weeks ago, I, I, I legitimately came out and said, I'm not buying the hype that Julian's saying to LSU. What has happened since he's been crystal balled by other forums uh, to Alabama, oh, Sloan, Joe Sloan this, oh, Brian Kelly that, guys, you can't worry about quarterback. You, you, you just can't. The way that the transfer portal is nowadays, nowadays, you legitimately, you legitimately cannot overreact to missing on a quarterback because, quite honestly, guys, and I wish Pooh Bear still had it up there, and then it's my fault because I'm all over the place sometimes. You go and get a guy like Jaden Daniels out of the portal. Let me let me just say this: outside of the Walker Howards of the world, like when you have a Walker Howard. There it is. Thank you, Pooh. But when you have the Walker Howards in your state, when you have them in the world and you're able to get them, that's one thing. But, guys, come on. Like, you're able to get this young man out of the portal. As much as you dogged him, as much as you ripped him alive, as much as you talked that, you know, as much as you went full boosie on him, as much as you talked that stuff, as much as you ran your mouth, as much as you wanted the gangsters out in front of their house, you can get this young man like Jaden Daniels. Now, can you get a guy that's as explosive with his legs as him? Probably not. I mean, there's not a lot of people on planet Earth that can do what Jaden Daniels does as a quarterback. However, I'm not worried about Julian saying in this recruit in recruiting. I'm not worried about Brian Kelly in a quarterback. I'm just, I'm, guys, I'm really, really not because. Here's what a, a, a very strong scenario is going to be for next season. It's what I think is going to happen. Can I be wrong in this? Do I have any? So I don't have any sourcing on this. It's legitimately just an opinion. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You can come on the show and rip me alive about it. Here's what I think is going to happen next season. I. It's of my opinion. I think Jane Daniels is going to stay another year. Well, maybe it's not. Maybe some of it's. <laughs> Let me be quiet. It's just an opinion. I think Jane Daniels is saying next year. I think because of the experience and what he's doing right now, he's going to play. I think there's going to be some packages and stuff that's going to be involved with Walker Howard, though. Unfortunately, I could see a scenario if that Garrett Nussmeyer leaves. I think he, there's a scenario that he can hit the portal. I also know that. And trust in the fact of Joe Sloan getting Ricky Collins. I think that they can adapt and mold that young man into a really, really good quarterback. When I look at Ricky Collins, there are some things that he does that reminds me of CJ, like a, I don't want to say a poor, a, a poor man's CJ Stroud. But the way that they move and operate has a lot of similarities. It has a lot of similarities. 
guys, you're okay at quarterback right now. You you just are. DJ Lagway still out there in the 24 class. There's still kids out there in the 24 class you can go and get. And I promise you this. I promise you this. They're not done with the 24 quarterback class either. And there, I think that there's a kid that they're going after that some people have said that always oh, he's a he he he's a regression of a Julian saying no he's not because the people that say that have never I know for a fact have never played football a day in their life legitimately have never played football a day in their life so you want your recruiting update it is what it is but relax uh, Daniel Glenn says did I read Bogalusa has a QB that's starting to get some run. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 okay. He's good. I don't know, I don't know if he's SEC caliber though. I, I don't know if he's SEC caliber. And look, I, I know when I say that I think Nussmeier is going to leave. I'm going to get ripped alive behind that. Like I, I get that. I think Garrett Nussmeier with time is going to be a damn damn good quarterback. I don't think he's ready right now. There's nothing wrong with that. Guys, there's nothing wrong with that. I think Garrett eventually is going to be a really good quarterback. I think he works hard. I think he's a leader. I think there's a lot of great, absolutely fantastic things that Garrett Nussmeyer portrays. I don't think he's ready. So before I get ripped alive, before, you know, I just want to say that. Josh Forbes, I'm not saying that because I'm from Franklinton. Dude, do you really think that kid could come to LSU and play in the SEC? Stop. Stop it. Like, come on, dude. Stop. Stop. He's not there yet. He Can he get there? Yes. Is he there yet? No. Jacob Wiggins says, been saying this all, uh, been saying this all year long, and I believe Booty will be back too. I, Wiggins, I... Uh, Take about no, <laughs> but <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Kayshawn ain't coming back, dog. I, I'm sorry to tell you. I'm sorry to tell you, Kayshawn ain't coming back, brother. Uh, Shane on Facebook says, You think that hurts Walker's chances of staying? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. Uh uh. That kid ain't going nowhere. Now, does he want to play? And here's another thing. I don't mean this in a wrong way to Jaden. He's got a battle on his hands if he stays, right? Like, I don't think people fully understand how good Walker Howard is. I don't think people fully understand it. Uh, Chance Babin says, Saban made saying an offer he couldn't refuse on to the next. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. Because Austin Johnson brings up an interesting point here. He says, how many transfers do we get from Texas A&M? Guys, I mean, look. The portal changes everything, man. I mean, like, it legitimately changes everything that you do. I'm not worried, especially, uh, especially after what we've seen in the portal, right? Like, I I, I just can't. Uh, I just can't, man. I just can't. I, I can't go there. I can't. Oh, I can't overreact to. I, I just can't overreact um, to quarterbacks. I'm just not going to do it. Mike Howard says, keep an eye out on Luke Delafield from North DeSoto. He's a freshman quarterback 
who has led North DeSoto to a 90 record, to a 9 0 record. So far, he is being tutored by Brock Berlin. Oh, wow. Okay. I will definitely keep my eyes out on him. I I probably I need to go. I need to talk to Brock anyway. I haven't talked to him in a while. I need to go call him. I might call him after the show. Christian says we don't know how good Walker will be. No, we don't. Or we don't know. Um, no, we don't. I'm telling you, guys. Listen to me. And to who who put that Christian? Christian to to this point, bro. Like when I when we're out at practice, it, it's a it's on a different level, man. It's on a it's on a completely different level, right? Like it's it's one of it's one of those things like you sit here and you ask yourself like, bro, are do, do you have a next Heisman contender? Like like I legitimately when he throws the football and when you look at some things on film and you start asking yourself the question like, man, is this kid might be the he he is the best thrower of the football in that room. It's not close. It's not even remotely close. He blows Jaden Maybe not Jaden. He, he, he just—it's more Chris, man. I don't know if I can fully explain it. It's just—it's so good. <laughs> I mean, and Jane, look at what Jaden's done, dude. I mean, Pooh brought this up. I mean, shit. Like guys, I mean, he's a seventy-three percent completion percentage, dude. I mean, you can't get much better than that, right? Like, you're not going to get much better than seventy-three <laughs> percent. He's a dude, man. He's a dude. All right, guys. We will see y'all tomorrow. Big guesting day tomorrow. You're going to want to stay in tune. Oh, 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 oh. To all 700 of you, either listen on the radio, you're listening to us live right now. All 700 of you, stop listening to this. It is our goal and objective to, we've been doing an SEC show on Saturday mornings. It is our goal and objective. We got a little doctor's appointment with Jewel tomorrow at, at 9, I believe. But we're going to be going live at 12 p.m. Central Time. We're going live at lunch. We're going to talk LSU. We're going to talk the SEC. When you're going to lunch, you know, you're eating your Subway sandwich, tune in. We'll be here. Until then, we'll see you tomorrow at 12. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.